Welcome back to Fund Your Future with DRS, and today we're talking a little bit about building an emergency fund, which is such a crucial part of financial planning and just planning for futures, planning for unexpected expenses. Um, there was a recent article that I'd found in CNBC that said that 56% of Americans would have a hard time covering an unexpected $1,000 worth of an, an emergency expense. And so obviously this is an important topic. It's like almost the first thing people talk about when they talk about financial wellness, budgets, spending, all of those things, like financial gurus, usually the first thing is, do you have an emergency fund? Right. <laughs> and people, it's either yes or no. It, it, it is a, a pretty clear, it seems like a clear cut thing, but then I think there's a question like, well, how big is an emergency? What counts as an emergency? All, all of those things. And I, the, the article you've re referenced um, is a great example. I know there's been a lot of studies recently. I think the one that caught a lot of pe people's attention was like that most people wouldn't be able to fund $400 worth of an emergency expense without putting on a credit card or selling something or borrowing something. There was all these caveats. I don't, I don't remember exactly what the study was, but it was, it was one of the things that I think is really telling about studies like that oftentimes is it's not just people who are making less money. Um, income doesn't necessarily always play a role in it. It, it can have a bigger impact, but it's people who are making lots of money still might be living paycheck to paycheck and not be able to handle a refrigerator dying or a, a car repair. And yeah. so, um, you know, w we talked previously about budgets and, and kind of knowing what you're spending. Um, and, and you have those set life expense expenses that you know every month, month after month, but there are lots of things that happen infrequently, yeah. <laughs> just ran randomly. I don't know. what what. What for you counts as an emergency? What do you think of when you think of emergency savings? What, what would you tap into the emergency savings for? I would say like any sort of unexpected car repair, like having to get, um, oh, I don't know. I, um, yeah, like maybe getting your tires replaced. I think for me, a lot of the emergency savings, I think of like either medical bills of either for myself or also for my pets. Yep. <laughs> and um, pets are obviously another one of those things that can creep into the emergency savings. <laughs> pets in general could just yeah. be emergency spends. Emergency spend. spending of, yeah. oh, this happened to me a couple years ago. My dog was chewing on a stick and we noticed that her, her chewing was sort of, you know, not normal and we had to take her in. It was, she had a little piece of wood that was stuck in her gums oh and it was like, yeah, it was like four hundred dollars to like have them go in and remove it, and yeah, it's just all these kind of things sort of life that that creep up. We have a running joke uh, in our house that like any time you take the car to the shop, it's four hundred dollars. It, do it doesn't matter what it is, like that. Yeah. That's and it, it makes sense. That's the minimum cost for labor or whatever an hour of labor. But it's like those. I mean, clearly in some of these studies would qualify as an emergency, and that's I. I'm glad you, you talked about cars and auto and medical. I think both those things are things that are unexpected. I think housing sort of things oftentimes fall yeah. into that category. And then category. there's the house part too, where if you, I mean, if, if you rent, typically your landlord would cover those yep. expenses. Like you said, the dishwasher, refrigerator breaking. 
Um, but obviously for those of us who own or I actually was in a situation previous to this where my land we were renting, but my landlord would have us pay for the expense up front and then he would reimburse us oh my the next month. <laughs> and so we still had to put up the money for whatever expense was. I think he just didn't want to have to do with like a lot of the hassle. Oh, that's an that's an interesting strategy. Like did you get to like then pick like like I get the appliance I want or like like if an emergency Well, <laughs> we never had to replace any appliances when we were there. Yeah. I think there was a few things with like, you know, carpet cleaning and um, maybe the 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 washer dryer unit had I think we had to have someone come fix it yeah. or something, but <laughs> That's interesting. That would be that'd be something you'd want to know going into the yeah. situation so I have money set aside for it was nice that he was hands-off but at the same time we had to know that we had to have the extra money yeah yeah that's that's true i was i was thinking more about this leading up to our conversation today about when we talk about size of emergency fund would it would it be beneficial to know that like you know the average vet bill is this amount and so i'm gonna have that amount set aside it's five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or whatever i mean yeah. I, I know I, i've thought about this with housing especially like our water heater was getting older we just replaced it because i was like I'm, i don't i, I don't want to worry about the emergency of yep. not having hot water i mean i i feel like that is one of the key things of living in a house is being able to have hot water but knowing how much that like i have no idea how much a new roof costs what if what if we had a hole in our roof um, like, sh should I have that amount saved or a new, like, what's, what's the difference between emergency savings and, like, planning ahead? Yeah. Like, you, you know you're going to get a new car in so many years. Yeah. Like, like what's, what's the difference for you? Yeah, I think, I don't know, for me personally, uh, kind of what I've heard from different people just in terms of planning for emergency savings is having like at least three months worth of expenses mm -hmm. saved up. And mostly that's for, um, I mean, at least in the in the government sector, there's not as much of a risk of being like laid off from your job, but obviously that's a real risk for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you look at your expenses and say, okay, we're spending about say $3,000 a month, then your goal should be to have at least $9,000 um, in sort of an emergency savings fund that you could put towards. Um, if you were laid off from your job, then you knew that you could at least be covered a little bit on yeah. rent, things like rent and groceries. Um, or obviously if you had a, an unexpected expense come up with your health or your car, then you could put the money towards that. Yeah, no, I, I think thinking about it in terms of what do you need to live? Yeah. Like, I think there's, like a baseline emergency fund for a lot of people that like a lot of folks recommend like having $500 or $1,000 that you can just pull out so that you don't have to put something on a credit card and go into debt right. or, or you can put it on the credit card, but you can pay, pay off, off the credit card yes, the next yes, month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't expect people you just walking around with, you know, $10, $100 bills and throwing ca cash on the table. But yeah, I think that's, I, I was reading a book, because uh, I only read personal finance books right now, it feels <laughs> like, um, but, but the author referred to it as her noodle budget. 
Like if I was only living on noodles, like, wh like what's like if I had to cut to the bare bone essentials of my budget for three months or six months, yeah. what would that be? Yeah. And, I, and I think that can sometimes be a way to make it a little bit less intimidating. Like, yeah, I've got to pay my rent. Yeah, I've got to, you know, pay my mortgage or pay for my insurance or w whatever those things are. Yeah. Um, but I could stop paying for Netflix or I could not go out and have a drink with my friends. Right, yeah, those basic life expenses, like yeah. you said, of like, you know, mortgage or rent and groceries and keeping the lights on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 trying to figure out what are what are the bare bones or what could I kind of scale things back to? Because that was the other thing I, I was trying to think about in terms of how much to have in an emergency fund would be what are those unexpected amounts and, and like the, the different categories, the car, the insurance or the, the health sort of things, the house sort of things. Like yeah. what are the things like big things that could happen? Because you're right. I mean, I, I think public sector employees tend to feel more safe in their employment. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean though. I mean, every time there's a recession, course, yeah. pe people, yeah, pe people could certainly get laid off and, and things happen. But um, when I'm trying to think about emergency expenses, yeah. like what are the things that I, I want to make sure I have money available for? Yeah. So I, I it, it'll be annoying. I'll be frustrated. I'll be concerned. But I'll still be able to sleep at night. I'll still be able. Uh, th that's what I always feel like with an emergency fund. It's like it, it helps you s feel a little bit more comfortable going to bed like I, I have a one less stress. yeah that's a great way to put it it's just having sort of money set aside that you feel like you can sleep at night like say if you're one well kids are obviously another big one too with you know um hospital expenses yep. falling out of bed you break <laughs> kid breaks your arm breaks his arm and has to go to the emergency room you know that's definitely an emergency expense yes no that's I, kids in a, in a amongst themselves are probably an emergency <laughs> expense. And that's, I, I know both of, both of us have like that blind spot of like not having kids and not understanding what that expense looks like. But I'm, I'm certain that there are a lot of unexpected ER visits and, um, or, or, or random expense. Somebody showing up like, I'm going to camp next week. Or I, you know, I've, I've yeah. birth, uh, somebody's birthday party that yeah. I need to go to and get a present. I w didn't, I didn't have that in my budget and yeah, so. Yeah. But I think kind of getting back to that whole thing of like trying to define emergency expenses. And obviously it's, it, like you said, it's just about having enough sort of money set aside that you feel like you can sleep at night. But um, yeah, it's those, those unexpected things. It's not a vacation. It's not going to your like friend's bachelorette party. It's that what if my car breaks down? What if my roof leaks? What if, you know, my kid breaks his arm? Yeah. That I can have some money set aside for this. Yeah, and, th and that's what I was trying to get at. And maybe it's that people combine, you have a fund yes. that you use for vacation and for emergency funds. And you're like, okay, well, we feel we, that we have enough in our in our savings fund that we can comfortably, you know, spend this small percentage of it for a vacation. Yeah. You know, it's no. it's <laughs> all depends on, it's as we said, personal finance is personal. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what I was trying to get at is like, it, it seems unlikely that you're going to lose your job 
and your car is going to break down, and your kid's going to go to the emergency room all at the same time. <laughs> yes, ho ho hopefully not. And so, like, if you're trying to plan for all of those emergencies at the same time, that could be really overwhelming. And I, I think that's why oftentimes that guidance is $1,000 or three months of pay or right. six months of spending or, or whatever. Just pick a number that you feel comfortable with, that you feel like will allow you to grieve a little bit easier. Yeah. I think the other thing uh, that I know I wanted to talk about, and oftentimes when people hear, like, if they don't have an emergency fund, it's like, I don't have any more money in my budget. Like, how, how can I set money aside for an emergency yeah. fund? Yeah, that's a great point. And, and that's part of, part of the challenge when, when you do have that emergency is that then you're, you're having to put it on a credit card and, and pay extra in interest for. And so not having an emergency fund makes, oftentimes makes your life more expensive. And, yeah. and, and, and it's hard to, to think about it that way. It's um, like, I just don't have that money available. But that's, I, I think that's one of the reasons it's usually the first piece of advice mm -hmm. wh when people are talking about personal finance is to be able to save money for other things, to be able to save money for retirement or be able to save money for kids' education um, or save money for a vacation, yeah. you have to have that little bit of wiggle room in your in your budget and so trying to figure out looking you know we, we talked about looking at all of your expenses and that's part of what you you have to do if you don't have the money for the emergency fund is are there some of these expenses i can trim or can i stop paying for netflix for a year and move that twenty dollars and put it in my emergency yeah. fund yeah definitely i think it's just about really starting small if mm -hmm. you're kind of looking at your budget and going, oh gosh, I don't feel like I have a lot of a lot of wiggle room here, even if it's only $20 or $30 that you can set aside. And again, we talked about sort of that setting up those automatic yeah. um, transfers that makes it a lot easier. That way you don't have to think about it, but it just automatically happens that every month, you know, $30 or $50 goes in a, to a particular account and you say, okay, this is gonna be my emergency fund and I'm not gonna touch it. <laughs> yep. And um, that's just for, you know, and maybe it's helpful for some people just to s like list out sort of those possible things. Okay, I own a home. I could use this for uh, home expenses yeah. or well, this is for like possible medical expenses or things like that. Yeah, yeah that's, I, I've, I've heard people talk about, I, I have not ever done this, but I've heard people talk about um, for that emergency fund, setting it up at a different bank. Like oh, right. ha having the money transfer out because it takes two or three days to get the money back. <laughs> you know, it, it, I, I need to get this money to pay for that unexpected credit card bill. Yeah. And that way it, it puts a little bit of intentional friction there. Like mm -hmm. you, sometimes you wanna make things harder, like for, for your future self. Yeah. Sometimes you wanna make things easy for your future self, but sometimes you wanna make things hard for your future self. And right. um, yeah, I, I think, I think that's an interesting strategy. I don't know how effective it is for people, but I, I've, I've read that multiple times recently. And um, it, I mean, I think that's part of, as, as you were saying, personal finance being personal. It's like figuring out what works for you. And yeah. if, that's, if that's what you need to do, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, especially yeah. now with 
online banks and there, there are lots of different ways to there's to tons think out there um, I recently set up an account with chime uh, mm. one because they have like a really good savings rate yep. and two because I wanted to have like a separate um, account basically for like home expenses yeah. so it's specifically for like the unexpected like you know refrigerator breaking but then also being able to save up for home improvement projects that we want to do so for us it's kind of like a joint a joint purpose if you will yeah I know I actually really like that way to think about it for different I mean as we're talking about with different types of emergencies yeah. like like I'm, I'm I might be saving for a new car or replacement for my vehicle but then I can use that money to make a decision of do I use it to purchase a new vehicle or do I use it to repair some of the money to repair right. yeah that, that's an interesting interesting way to think about it I hadn't never considered that as kind of like different ways to bucket your emergency fund but also yeah. encounter it as savings. Yeah, yeah yeah and so I think it's like I'm kind of a visual person and it's just it's easier to be able to say like to kind of divide it up and mm -hmm. instead of looking at one big number in my savings account and going oh gosh do I feel like I have enough money to go on vacation or save for emergencies it, it separates it into more visual buckets if you will I'm like okay this account is for home expenses and then this account is for like an emergency like expense sort of thing of yeah the what-ifs <laughs> that makes sense too when you're setting up your budget yeah. like to really think about like this this dollar amount is going to my residence or this dollar amount is going to my transportation and it yeah. it covers kind of all of those things because those bills or those expenses aren't they aren't very standard you know yeah. they, they, they aren't happening every month or every week or sometimes even every year you want to share from a personal where how you store your emergency fund or? I was thinking about this I haven't been very good about setting up like a specific account for that um, but I, I try to keep a cushion yeah. in, in that, that makes me feel comfortable and, and safe. And it's I, I've talked to friends about this and sometimes it's like everybody's got a different number that they feel like there, but um, early on in my relationship with my wife, um, for a couple of years, she wasn't in a school, or she was in school and not working. I was working, and then for a year, she was working and I wasn't working. And so we got really used to living off of one income. And so I think that helped us think about it differently. Like, what would happen? What would we do if only one of us was working or, or neither of us was working? Here, here are the ways we would kind of change our lifestyle um, yeah, yeah. and got into those habits so yeah i i just I, I keep my emergency fund in my normal bank checking savings accounts and yeah. um, don't necessarily segregate them as much as i probably should um, but yeah that that's worked for me and then knowing like what other i, I i'm gonna do some more research now though on thinking about like how how big of an emergency could happen at my house? Like, and what, what would that look like? Cause you, I mean, hopefully folks have insurance and like there are things that cover like health, health costs as well. Like, yeah. like I think a good uh, rule of thumb is like for health stuff, you should have as much on hand as your deductible is. Yeah. Like that, at least right. at least a starting point like yeah. to, to be able to, to cover. So um, yeah, I, I being a, newer homeowner and like getting closer you know more into the adulting sort of uh phase of life um thinking about like what are 
like emergency when you're 22 is very different than when you're 42. Totally. And yeah. and and I think that's people's emergency funds can probably change over time as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah, I think just uh, it's it's important to to start it's okay to, that it's okay to start small. Yeah. And um, just to kind of go from there and it's it can get really intimidating thinking about like oh my gosh, I have to save for all of these things, but um, you know, it's just important to start. Yeah. I think that's the main message. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, start start small and then recognize or ask like what is an emergency and what would I what um, what would I be comfortable with and what would I what would make me yeah, what would make me feel a little bit better sleeping when sleeping I sleeping at night. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well thanks so much, Seth. Yeah, it was a good conversation. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you.